Welcome to the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast with your host, Tom Singer. In each episode, we explore the interesting lives of business leaders, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and others who have a healthy dose of the entrepreneurial spirit. It is time to explore something cool. Now, here is your host, Tom Singer. Hey, hey, and welcome to another episode of Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. Thank you so much for pulling your chair up to the cool kids table for episode number 468. I have no idea how that happened. We've been at this for coming up on five years, and uh, it has been a lot of fun and uh, good things happening along the way. Since this is a Tuesday episode, it's going to be me talking about something that I've observed or, or run into. On Thursdays, we do interviews with really cool people who are successful in the world of being entrepreneurs, business leaders, just people who find success as they slog through their path. Because I know it's true that success leaves clues. So we've got some really interesting interviews. If you go forward or backwards, you're going to find some great chats with people who are doing really, really interesting things. But today, I'm going to talk about how to stay focused at work. And the reason this comes up is I get distracted really easily. I have a friend who she teaches like attention management, and she is an expert. Her name is Maura Thomas. She has been on the show. She has a new book coming out later this summer, so she'll be back on the show. And she is one of the experts, one of the leaders on attention management. And she always rolls her eyes at me because I'm not really good at it. Uh, My attention kind of goes squirrel into a lot of different directions. And it happened this last week because I had the honor. I mean, this was a good thing. I was the MC at a large retail conference. There were uh, well over a thousand people there. It was in the uh, the retail store industry, and you know, it, it's the third year that I got the chance to go back with this group, and I've made friends there. I, I feel like I'm part of their family, and it was just a lot of fun. But it meant that for four days. I was engaged in their show, and I wasn't really paying that much attention to my own business. And of course, when I got back, I had scheduled a whole week's worth of meetings into uh, Monday and Tuesday and last Friday, and so I wasn't even at my computer. So I came back to just hundreds of emails, things that I had to do, and it was a little bit overwhelming. And I had a couple of things happen in my own life that sort of drew my attention away, and so uh, I thought that's what I would talk about today. But before I get started... I'm just going to throw out a little plug, especially for those of you who are very small businesses or you're solopreneurs. If you need some help, especially this summer, uh, my daughter who graduated from college is doing some uh, VA and project work for small companies. She has been working with a bunch of professional speakers and coaches, helping them sort of sort through their lists, uh, take some content that they have and reposition it so that they can use it on social media in either photo or video forms. Uh, And also she does a really cool thing. And this is ideal if you're a small business and you do a lot of this yourself. She's doing a website review and for not very much money, She will dive into about 20 pages of your website and she'll look for things like, oh my gosh, there's a space before that comma. You know, I mean, I'm not really an attention to detail person, so it's really easy for me to have some sort of a really benign typo. But my kid, she is a total attention to detail person. And so she is really good with that. She finds broken links. She finds things that stylistically don't work, that aren't leading people through your site and giving them a good user experience. And then she produces a report so that you can make those changes or give it to your web person. So if that's something that uh, you're going, oh my gosh, I could use somebody for some project work a few hours a week or just five or 10 hours, contact me at tom at tomsinger.com and uh, I will put you in touch with her. I, I don't want to just 
put her contact information out there. I didn't have permission to promote her business, but uh, I'm I'm really proud of the work she's doing. One of one of my friends said he did she did some work for him. He said she's the best project person I've ever used. She has a real good sense for business. And I said that's because how many you know hourly resources do you find with a business degree from one of the top universities in the country? And he was like, ah, that's probably why. Anyway, I'm actually having her do some of this work for me because, as I said, it's hard enough for me to stay focused, much less do some of these ancillary products. So let's jump into today's show, and that is, how do you stay focused at work? So I took some time realizing that I have been all over the map for several days to sort of figure out, how do I get myself back to paying attention? How do I get refocused on getting things done? I'm, I'm a huge proponent of working towards result results. I mean, I, I think there's a lot of talk out there about time management and productivity, and, and that's all great. But if you're doing the wrong things, if you're not hitting peak performance, if you're not getting results, then why? And I don't want to just be doing busy work or, or being distracted. I want to make sure I'm getting things done that's helping me grow my business. So I paid some real attention to what it is I need to do. And as soon as I did this, and as soon as I started really prioritizing it, all of a sudden, I started to get some work done. So I thought this might be a good topic for you, because as we get into the early part of summer, some of you might be feeling sort of that same thing. You might be feeling a little bit distracted, and you're asking yourself, how do I stay focused at work? Well, I've got seven tips for you, and I'll run through these kind of quick. If you have any questions, you can always email me at tom at tomsinger.com, or reach out to me on all the social medias at Tom Singer, T-H-O-M-S-I-N-G-E-R. So number one is remind yourself, or at least know, what are my long-term goals? I talk on the show a lot about why I think it's important to know what you're trying to accomplish. You have to know what your plans are. You have to know what you're striving for. Because if not, it's really easy to spin your wheels or get distracted by, by the little things that come up along the way. When you know what your long-term goals are, it makes it so easy to make those tough decisions that can take you in multiple directions. You come to a fork in the road and all you have to do is ask yourself, does this bring me closer to my goals or farther from my goals? So this year I just have one goal and that is to do things that lead me closer to sales. I, I need to grow my business. I'm looking for new clients. I'm looking to do some, some new projects with new types of people. But in order to do that, I have to get hired. And so everything I do, it can't just be, you know, painting a wall for the sake of painting a wall. I have to take actions that are going to lead me to getting put in front of people who may or may not want to hire me. And so I'm asking myself with every activity that crosses my plate, is this a sales oriented activity or does it lead me to a sales oriented activity? By reminding myself that that's my long-term goal for 2019 I am starting to clear away some of the, the busy work, some of the crap that is just sitting there on my desk. And I'm, I'm taking actions, and I've been doing it all day, that are really clear. So that's my first tip is you know, know what you're working towards. The second thing is prioritize the tasks. Put the important tasks first, the ones you have to get done. So I sat down and I made a list today of 10 things I wanted to do by the end of the day. Getting this podcast recorded was one of them, and yet it wasn't the number one priority that I had to do. But before I go to the networking event that I'm attending tonight, I had to get it recorded. And so I kept checking things off the list, and I made sure that the ones that were the most important, there was no way they could push to tomorrow before I get in the car to go to this networking event, were done. 
I got everything done except this. And so I'm looking at the clock saying, I have a half hour. What's my priority? Well, my podcast is one of the things that brings me new clients. It's the way people hear of me. It's a credibility tool. So doing my podcast and releasing it on time, that's one of my long-term goals. That's my priority. It ties into what I'm trying to accomplish. So it is an important task. So I made sure that all I did today were important tasks. So I prioritized them, and one by one, I worked towards them. Tomorrow, I'll look at everything else that was on the list, and I'll decide if they are the important tasks for that day. But don't just kind of go through and randomly check off because there were some down there that were maybe more fun or maybe that would make me feel like I was doing it. We live in a world where it's easy to get caught up in the word busy. I talk all the time about how people, they take pride in being busy. They're doing busy work. You might work with people who look just so frantic. How are you? Oh my God, I'm so busy. But they never get any results. They never get any work done. That's not who I want to be. I want to be a person who's actually getting things done. And so I'm trying to sort of re-educate myself on how to do this. The third thing that you have to do is you have to make sure not every day, but over the course of your week that you're working out, you're eating well, and you're staying hydrated. And I'm going to add into this, not drinking too much or staying up too late. You have to do all those things that kind of contribute to your health. Now, None of us are going to be perfect every single day. There's going to be times where you get to bed late and you have to get up early so you're not going to get your sleep or you're doing whatever it is that takes you off task. But one of the things I did today is I knew I was going to be in my office. And so I brought in some water so that I would be able to keep hydrating. I made sure at lunchtime I went out and I ate something healthy. I actually went and I had some, some leftover meatloaf from last night. And you can argue with me if that was healthy or not, but God, it was delicious. But I knew that I had to have more than just a little teeny, you know, four ounces of meatloaf. And so I actually had an avocado salad that I ate along with that, a little bit of tomato, a little bit of avocado. Uh, and I felt that that led me in that right direction. So you want to be eating right. You want to be working out. Uh, today is not a gym day for me, but I will be there tomorrow because if I don't work out, I get sluggish. So that number three is just put your, make your health a priority. Number four, check your emails at specific times. This is one that I am horrible at. I always have my phone with me. I always have my email open on my computer. And so today I shut my phone off and I closed my email and I only checked it at the top of every hour. At the top of every hour, I checked my email. I went through, answered what needed to be done right away, filed the other ones to be followed up with later. And I'll be damned, this advice, it's really good. Because normally you hear the ding of your email and what do you do? Come on, be honest. What do you do? You go and you check it. And so often, it's just spam. It's just somebody's newsletter. It's something that you didn't even sign up for. It's, it's just ridiculous stuff, but it took you off your attention. So make sure that you're, you know, I, I need to get back to people quick. If they, you know, send me an email and say, hey, I'd like, you know, like to work with you. I don't want to wait till the end of the day, but I can wait 20 or 30 minutes or even an hour to get back to somebody. So I put the emails off to only check them at the end of the day. Number five, I sort of touched on it when I was talking about having your, uh, your uh, prioritizing your tasks. But one of the things that I do that's really good for me, and some people will argue this isn't good, is in addition to all the tasks I have to get done, I make a daily task list. And I make sure that I put a couple of tasks in there that I like. And sometimes I start my day. I know I said prioritize your tasks, but I like to start with something I like or end with something I like. So I think that's how I ended up doing the podcast is my last thing for today 
podcasts. I love recording this show. I love sharing ideas. I like the fact that someone might listen to this and just get that one little nugget of inspiration that they needed. So I make sure that on my list each day, I have something that I love to do. And so figure a way to fit that in there. And if it matches with your goals and it's actually keeping you productive like this, that's even better. Number six kind of goes back to the same one as with emails, and that is stay off social media. If you're trying to get stuff done, you can't be scanning Instagram. You can't be looking at Facebook all day long. So again, I just will make those glances when I do my email. I stay off it during the rest of the time. I shut everything down. And this has not been my norm. But I will tell you, for the people who've been teaching this for years, you're right. Putting the social media totally away does make for a much more productive day. And number seven, number seven is don't let stuff out of your control bring you down. So, you know, someone told me, you know, a story of someone who said something that wasn't very nice about me. And I'll tell you what, that could totally throw me. It could make me worry. I could worry about, oh no, does everybody feel this way about my reputation? Why? Who was this person? What did they say? And I could just really get into the weeds about it. But one of the things I've found is if you're trying to manage your potential, if you're trying to do the best you can, you can't get caught up in things you can't control. I can't control one-on-one -on -one what other people think about me. And you can't control that about you. The truth is, is that there are people out there who simply aren't going to like you for whatever reason. We live in a society where people make a lot of judgments by, by looking at you. They assume your background. They assume what you believe politically. There's a whole bunch of reasons that people put you into a box and say that's who she or he is. And I'll tell you what. There was a time where I could let something like that throw me off for hours or days. Now, if it's something that's out of my control and there's nothing I can do about it, I let it go. My dad had a great saying that he taught all the time, and that was, be fast, be slow to anger and fast to forgive. Think about that for a minute. Be slow to anger and fast to forgive. So many people live the other way around. They quickly get mad and they hold on to a grudge for a long, long time. I'm trying to do just the opposite of that. So I let it go. Now, the truth is, if you do something, and I've done this, where you've made somebody mad for a reason, you've done something, you've, you've pissed them off, maybe you have to apologize. In this particular case, I didn't know who the person was. It was just something that was overheard that was told to me. The lesson in this for me is be careful what you say out loud because if you say something bad about somebody, almost always somebody else in the conversation or somebody who overhears it will pick up the phone and call them. There are no secrets in the world. If something comes out of your mouth, you very much should just assume somebody else is going to tell them about it. So I realized there's nothing I can do. I don't know who it is. you know. And I think that over the course of a lifetime, I try to be a nice guy. I try not to be a jerk. And if I can succeed at that more often than I fail, then I can't worry about somebody who, you know, for whatever reason, doesn't like my style. And I moved on. And I just got to work and I didn't think about it again for several hours. And that's awesome because you don't want to let some jerk at work or some, you know, gossip in the office or someone's opinion of you. Welcome to the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast with your host, Tom Singer. In each episode, we explore the interesting lives of business leaders, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and others who have a healthy dose of the entrepreneurial spirit. It is time to explore something cool. Now, here is your host, Tom Singer. Hey, hey, and welcome to another episode of Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. Thank you so much for pulling your chair up to the cool kids table for episode number 468. 
I have no idea how that happened. We've been at this for coming up on five years, and uh, it has been a lot of fun and uh, good things happening along the way. Since this is a Tuesday episode, it's going to be me talking about something that I've observed or, or run into. On Thursdays, we do interviews with really cool people who are successful in the world of being entrepreneurs, business leaders, just people who find success as they slog through their path. Because I know it's true that success leaves clues. So we've got some really interesting interviews. If you go forward or backwards, you're going to find some great chats with people who are doing really, really interesting things. But today, I'm going to talk about how to stay focused at work. And the reason this comes up is I get distracted really easily. I have a friend who she teaches like attention management, and she is an expert. Her name is Maura Thomas. She has been on the show. She has a new book coming out later this summer, so she'll be back on the show. And she is one of the experts, one of the leaders on attention management. And she always rolls her eyes at me because I'm not really good at it. Uh, my attention kind of goes squirrel into a lot of different directions. And it happened this last week because I had the honor. I mean, this was a good thing. I was the MC at a large retail conference. There were uh, well over a thousand people there. It was in the uh, the retail store industry, and you know it, it's the third year that I got the chance to go back with this group, and I've made friends there. I, I feel like I'm part of their family, and it was just a lot of fun. But it meant that for four days. I was engaged in their show, and I wasn't really paying that much attention to my own business. And of course, when I got back, I had scheduled a whole week's worth of meetings into uh, Monday and Tuesday and last Friday, and so I wasn't even at my computer. So I came back to just hundreds of emails, things that I had to do, and it was a little bit overwhelming. And I had a couple of things happen in my own life that sort of drew my attention away, and so uh, I thought that's what I would talk about today. But before I get started... I'm just going to throw out a little plug, especially for those of you who are very small businesses or you're solopreneurs. If you need some help, especially this summer, uh, my daughter who graduated from college is doing some uh, VA and project work for small companies. She has been working with a bunch of professional speakers and coaches, helping them sort of sort through their lists, uh, take some content that they have and reposition it so that they can use it on social media in either photo or video forms. Uh, and also she does a really cool thing. And this is ideal if you're a small business and you do a lot of this yourself. She's doing a website review and for not very much money, she will dive into about 20 pages of your website and she'll look for things like, oh my gosh, there's a space before that comma. You know, I mean, I'm not really an attention to detail person, so it's really easy for me to have some sort of a really benign typo. But my kid, she is a total attention to detail person. And so she is really good with that. She finds broken links. She finds things that stylistically don't work, that aren't leading people through your site and giving them a good user experience. And then she produces a report so that you can make those changes or give it to your web person. So if that's something that uh, you're going, oh my gosh, I could use somebody for some project work a few hours a week or just five or 10 hours, contact me at tom at tomsinger.com and uh, I will put you in touch with her. I, I don't want to just put her contact information out there. I didn't have permission to promote her business, but uh, I'm I'm really proud of the work she's doing. One of one of my friends said he did she did some work for him. He said she's the best project person I've ever used. She has a real good sense for business. And I said that's because how many you know hourly resources do you find with a business degree from one of the top universities in the country? And he was like, ah, that's probably why. Anyway, I'm actually having her do some of this work for me because, as I said, it's hard enough for me to stay focused, much less do some of these ancillary products. So let's jump into today's show, and that is, how do you stay focused at work? 
So I took some time realizing that I have been all over the map for several days to sort of figure out how do I get myself back to paying attention? How do I get refocused on getting things done? I'm, I'm a huge proponent of working towards result results. I mean, I, I think there's a lot of talk out there about time management and productivity, and, and that's all great. But if you're doing the wrong things, if you're not hitting peak performance, if you're not getting results, then why? And I don't want to just be doing busy work or, or being distracted. I want to make sure I'm getting things done that's helping me grow my business. So I paid some real attention to what it is I need to do. And as soon as I did this, and as soon as I started really prioritizing it, all of a sudden, I started to get some work done. So I thought this might be a good topic for you because as we get into the early part of summer, some of you might be feeling sort of that same thing. You might be feeling a little bit distracted and you're asking yourself, how do I stay focused at work? Well, I've got seven tips for you and I'll run through these kind of quick. If you have any questions, you can always email me at tom at tomsinger.com or reach out to me on all the social medias at Tom Singer, T-H-O-M-S-I-N-G-E-R. So number one is remind yourself, or at least know, what are my long-term goals? I talk on the show a lot about why I think it's important to know what you're trying to accomplish. You have to know what your plans are. You have to know what you're striving for. Because if not, it's really easy to spin your wheels or get distracted by, by the little things that come up along the way. When you know what your long-term goals are, it makes it so easy to make those tough decisions that can take you in multiple directions. You come to a fork in the road and all you have to do is ask yourself, does this bring me closer to my goals or farther from my goals? So this year I just have one goal and that is to do things that lead me closer to sales. I, I need to grow my business. I'm looking for new clients. I'm looking to do some, some new projects with new types of people. But in order to do that, I have to get hired. And so everything I do, it can't just be you know, painting a wall for the sake of painting a wall. I have to take actions that are going to lead me to getting put in front of people who may or may not want to hire me. And so I'm asking myself with every activity that crosses my plate, is this a sales-oriented activity or does it lead me to a sales-oriented activity? By reminding myself that that's my long-term goal for 2019, I am starting to clear away some of the, the busy work, some of the crap that is just sitting there on my desk. And I'm, I'm taking actions, and I've been doing it all day, that are really clear. So that's my first tip is you know, know what you're working towards. The second thing is prioritize the tasks. Put the important tasks first, the ones you have to get done. So I sat down and I made a list today of 10 things I wanted to do by the end of the day. Getting this podcast recorded was one of them, and yet it wasn't the number one priority that I had to do. But before I go to the networking event that I'm attending tonight, I had to get it recorded. And so I kept checking things off the list, and I made sure that the ones that were the most important, there was no way they could push to tomorrow before I get in the car to go to this networking event, were done. I got everything done except this. And so I'm looking at the clock saying, I have a half hour. What's my priority? Well, my podcast is one of the things that brings me new clients. It's the way people hear of me. It's a credibility tool. So doing my podcast and releasing it on time, that's one of my long-term goals. That's my priority. It ties into what I'm trying to accomplish. So it is an important task. So I made sure that all I did today were important tasks. So I prioritized them, and one by one, I worked towards them. Tomorrow, I'll look at everything else that was on the list, and I'll decide if they are the important tasks for that day. But don't just kind of go through and randomly check off because there were some down there that were 
maybe more fun, or maybe that would make me feel like I was doing it. We live in a world where it's easy to get caught up in the word busy. I talk all the time about how people, they take pride in being busy. They're doing busy work. You might work with people who look just so frantic. How are you? Oh my God, I'm so busy. But they never get any results. They never get any work done. That's not who I want to be. I want to be a person who's actually getting things done. And so I'm trying to sort of re-educate myself on how to do this. The third thing that you have to do is you have to make sure, not every day, but over the course of your week, that you're working out, you're eating well, and you're staying hydrated. And I'm going to add into this not drinking too much or staying up too late. You have to do all those things that kind of contribute to your health. Now, none of us are going to be perfect every single day. There's going to be times where you get to bed late and you have to get up early so you're not going to get your sleep or you're doing whatever it is that takes you off task. But one of the things I did today is I knew I was going to be in my office. And so I brought in some water so that I would be able to keep hydrating. I made sure at lunchtime I went out and I ate something healthy. Healthy. I actually went and I had some, some leftover meatloaf from last night. And you can argue with me if that was healthy or not, but God, it was delicious. But I knew that I had to have more than just a little teeny, you know, four ounces of meatloaf. And so I actually had an avocado salad that I ate along with that, a little bit of tomato, a little bit of avocado. Uh, and I felt that that led me in that right direction. So you want to be eating right. You want to be working out. Uh, today is not a gym day for me, but I will be there tomorrow because if I don't work out, I get sluggish. So that number three is just put your make your health a priority. Number four, check your emails at specific times. This is one that I am horrible at. I always have my phone with me. I always have my email open on my computer. And so today I shut my phone off and I closed my email. And I only checked it at the top of every hour. At the top of every hour, I checked my email. I went through, answered what needed to be done right away, filed the other ones to be followed up with later. And I'll be damned, this advice, it's really good. Because normally you hear the ding of your email and what do you do? Come on, be honest. What do you do? You go and you check it. And so often... It's just spam. It's just somebody's newsletter. It's something that you didn't even sign up for. It's, it's just ridiculous stuff, but it took you off your attention. So make sure that you're, you know, I, I need to get back to people quick. If they, you know, send me an email and say, hey, I'd like, you know, like to work with you. I don't want to wait till the end of the day, but I can wait 20 or 30 minutes or even an hour to get back to somebody. So I put the emails off to only check them at the end of the day. Number five, I sort of touched on it when I was talking about having your, uh, you're uh, prioritizing your tasks. But one of the things that I do that's really good for me, and some people will argue this isn't good, is in addition to all the tasks I have to get done, I make a daily task list. And I make sure that I put a couple of tasks in there that I like. And sometimes I start my day. I know I said prioritize your tasks, but I like to start with something I like or end with something I like. So I think that's how I ended up doing the podcast is my last thing for today. I love recording this show. I love sharing ideas. I like the fact that someone might listen to this and just get that one little nugget of inspiration that they needed. So I make sure that on my list each day, I have something that I love to do. And so figure a way to fit that in there. And if it matches with your goals and it's actually keeping you productive like this, that's even better. Number six kind of goes back to the same one as with emails, and that is stay off social media. If you're trying to get stuff done, you can't be scanning Instagram. You can't be looking at Facebook all day long. So again, I just will make those glances when I do my email. I stay off it during the rest of the time. I shut everything down. And this has not been my norm. But I will tell you, for the people who've been teaching this for years, you're right. 
putting the social media totally away does make for a much more productive day. And number seven, number seven is don't let stuff out of your control bring you down. So, you know, someone told me, you know, a story of someone who said something that wasn't very nice about me. And I'll tell you what, that could totally throw me. It could make me worry. I could worry about, oh no, does everybody feel this way about my reputation? Why? Who was this person? What did they say? And I could just really get into the weeds about it. But one of the things I've found is if you're trying to manage your potential, if you're trying to do the best you can, you can't get caught up in things you can't control. I can't control one-on-one what other people think about me. And you can't control that about you. The truth is, is that there are people out there who simply aren't going to like you for whatever reason. We live in a society where people make a lot of judgments by, by looking at you. They assume your background. They assume what you believe politically. There's a whole bunch of reasons that people put you into a box and say that's who she or he is. And I'll tell you what. There was a time where I could let something like that throw me off for hours or days. Now, if it's something that's out of my control and there's nothing I can do about it, I let it go. My dad had a great saying that he taught all the time, and that was, be fast, be slow to anger and fast to forgive. Think about that for a minute. Be slow to anger and fast to forgive. So many people live the other way around. They quickly get mad and they hold on to a grudge for a long, long time. I'm trying to do just the opposite of that. So I let it go. Now, the truth is, if you do something, and I've done this, where you've made somebody mad for a reason, you've done something, you've you've pissed them off, maybe you have to apologize. In this particular case, I didn't know who the person was. It was just something that was overheard that was told to me. The lesson in this for me is be careful what you say out loud because if you say something bad about somebody, almost always somebody else in the conversation or somebody who overhears it will pick up the phone and call them. There are no secrets in the world. If something comes out of your mouth, you very much should just assume somebody else is going to tell them about it. So I realized there's nothing I can do. I don't know who it is. you know. And I think that over the course of a lifetime, I try to be a nice guy. I try not to be a jerk. And if I can succeed at that more often than I fail, then I can't worry about somebody who, you know, for whatever reason, doesn't like my style. And I moved on. And I just got to work and I didn't think about it again for several hours. And that's awesome because you don't want to let some jerk at work or some, you know, gossip in the office or someone's opinion of you keep you from getting done the things you need to do. So those are my seven tips for how to stay focused at work. I wish I could tell you I've done them every day throughout my whole life and I am like the most kick-ass person you're ever going to meet. But the truth is, is that this is something that was on my mind the last couple of days and something that I really dove into on Monday just to see if I could get more done and get caught up from being out of the office all week last week. And it has worked. It's got me fired up. I'm in a great mood, not because I accomplished everything I need to accomplish and I'm totally caught up, but I'm in a great mood because I actually laid out some steps and I said, I'm going to live by this today. And I did it and it worked. And I think anytime we can try something, we need to take the little victories out there. So that, that's why I thought I would just share this with you. If you've got some things going on in your life and, and you're distracted, step back, breathe, make a list of what you can do so that you stay on target, and then go through and do it. Even if just for a day, go through and be dedicated to that. So I'm going to make a little sticky with these seven things, and I'm going to post it right here on my desk, right there. I'm going to put it right up. And every day I'm going to look at it. I'm going to try to see if I can stay a little bit better focused as I go through the summer. Because for me, this is a time of year with a lot of distractions.
Maybe you feel the same way. So anyway, that concludes this episode. Sometimes on Tuesdays, these are short. I just share some ideas, sharing what's going on in my business and in my life, and just hoping that, you know, I can bring something along that might give you a little bit of inspiration. Now, if this is your first time listening to the show, welcome to Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. I got to tell you, I really appreciate you coming by and listening. What I'd like to do now is thank the sponsor of this episode. I should have done it 15 minutes ago because they're awesome, and that is Podfly Productions. Podfly takes the time and the headache out of creating your own podcast. They set you up with the right equipment, training, and guidance to ensure that you're going to sound amazing. Hey, Podfly does all the heavy lifting and the technical work so that you can focus on creating great content and growing your audience. If you want to start a podcast, and I know that some of you do, jump over to podfly.net slash cool things and check out the offer that they have for the listeners of this show. So if you're new to this show and you liked the show, do me a favor, subscribe on iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher or wherever you get it, and maybe leave a review. Say why. If you're an iTunes user, uh, I go back and I read those reviews. It just makes my day better when somebody leaves a review. So thank you for doing that. Uh, you can always go and contact me on social media, but the most important thing you can do is tell a friend. Most people tell me they found this podcast because someone who they know, they like, they trust, listens to it, and told them that Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do was the show for them. So if you like this show, tell a friend. It's the way more people find the show, and I really appreciate it. Like I said, I've been working on this for five years, and I'm having a great time, and hopefully along the way, sharing some nuggets, some theories, some ideas, and some concepts that help you in your entrepreneurial journey. Hey, thanks for tuning in. We're going to be back in a couple of days with an interview with somebody really cool. In fact, the next episode is Carlos Hildago, and he has been on the show twice before, so, so he is on his third. He's releasing a brand new book, and you've got to hear this episode. So if you're listening to this uh, episode 468, you got to come back in two days and listen to episode 469 because that episode with Carlos, Carlos is epic. So again, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you in a couple of days. Go out there and try something new. And while you're at it, have a great day. Thank you for being part of the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast. Without your participation and listening to these conversations, there is no show. Connect with Tom at TomSinger.com and follow him on Twitter at, at TomSinger. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.